everyone's picking sides. So we're taking a stand. I'm Paige. I'm Karen. And you're listening to The Power Stance Podcast. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the land, sleeping children lay waiting for a jolly red man. But grown-ups, exhausted by quite a rough year, needed for their own some holiday cheer. When came to the rescue, two Christmas elves, here to brighten your day just by being themselves. So cozy up with hot cocoa, get ready for some laughs, listening to Paige and Karen with The The Power Power Stands Podcast. Our favorite, the best part of what we are able to do. We're so good at it now. We are. Well, welcome everyone to Power Stance. For the newbies here, this podcast is intended to be a platform encouraging each one of us to discover who we are and what we stand for by sharing our stories and engaging in thoughtful discussion with those we agree and disagree with. Basically, we're going to learn how to know what we want to fight for and then how to play nicely together. Before we start our official interview series that's up and coming, Karen and I are diving into a couple of topics that have been in our Why Night discussions, and we think you all would be interested to hear as well. This will hopefully just give you a sneak peek into our lives and an idea of all the fun we are going to get into in future episodes. So this week's episode is about a topic that requires a lot of wine. A lot of wine. We don't have any wine right now. We we have thought poorly about that. Um, the topic that has caused our mother stress for the past, I don't know, many, many years. It's really, um, increased their prayer life. The longer it's, we are helping our mothers and grandmothers faith. (laughs) Um, the topic, if you haven't guessed by now is about dating and specifically we're going to dive into we're, so we're in our late twenties and early thirties and, um, It's more about how we view dating now as old people. I'm just kidding. We're not old. As mature, wise women versus not that we weren't mature and wise back in our 20s, but we are more more mature and wiser now that we are getting getting older. Um, So we're just going to talk about how as we've grown as people, our approach to dating has changed our perspective on dating the you know things that we used to believe or um abide by in our early 20s they've changed now so we're going to kind of dive into that exactly and hopefully this gives too if we felt more confident even afterward of you know you can look at it right now and people might say oh our dating has failed because you know we aren't married yet but at the end of the day actually i don't think our dating has failed because we've recognized and that's what we want to explore especially is how much we've grown as people and how we feel like we're at a much higher caliber Um, um, of what we're wanting and who we are and so hopefully if you're younger and you're still not with anyone. We hope this gives you hope about it can still get better. Dating doesn't have to be miserable. And if you're older, um, hopefully you can relate as well. And it might make you feel a little bit more encouraged about uh, where we all are in this situation. So I know for <laughs> me, one of the things that I kind of wanted to highlight was um, for me, I feel like I've grown a lot and become more confident in myself as a person now that I've started dating um, versus 
how I was when I was younger. I think when I was younger, I definitely looked to whoever I was dating to affirm I'm worth it. And that's what I was really asking that question of when I was dating without realizing it was like, am I worth it? And like, I will know I'm worth it because you're willing to pursue me or take me on a date. Whereas I feel like now that I'm older, I don't ask that question. Am I worth it? I know I'm worth it. But instead I'm asking like, are you worth it? Like, Are you worth the sacrifice and the effort I now recognize it's going to take? And I'm a little more realistic about it. And so I feel like that's a much, I enjoy being in this position a little bit better. And again, not seeing people as me or anything like, are you a good quality steak? It's, are you a good quality person for the lifestyle I know I want now and the person I've become? Does this relationship make sense? Instead of just like asking anybody on Bumble, like, please validate me today. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's so true. I feel like, um, I think that's a big part of like starting from your teenage years and I mean, it can last really your whole life, but it, it changes as you get older, the way you hopefully it does. It means that you're growing if it changes when you're changing how you, um, seek, value, changing from seeking value from other people to finding value in yourself. And same for me personally, I think that it was always a, like, a I need this type of person. Like I always have this thing in my mind. I need this type of person to prove to other people that like, you know, I'm a person of value or something like, and I think it's just also a lot of I talked myself out of a lot of things because I was like, oh, this person doesn't have this career or this job, you know, instead of giving it a chance. Um, Not to say that like ambition isn't important to me, but I think that I put the weight in like titles Mm -hmm. maybe, or, or for me, maybe like someone's title, like spoke so much about like their level of ambition versus like actions they took in their life. And Um, yeah, I guess like like in a nutshell, I was more preoccupied with how things would appear to others or be perceived by others versus just like, am I happy in this or, um, you know, if that makes sense. I think that makes sense. And I think even maybe some things haven't changed necessarily in that they're on my list, but what it means for someone to fulfill that looks different. Mm -hmm. So like we're saying, you know, attractive, of course, back in the day, I was like, you have to be super jacked and Six really five. fit and like <laughs> six inches taller than me and all, you know, all these like goofy things, which I know girls say, but what I actually have recognized is what I value is someone who's able to physically keep up because I enjoy being outside. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a lot of, um, you know, physical activities and things like that. So I recognize actually for me, I'm just as equally attracted to someone because of that, like just as they're active. So being attractive to me now doesn't mean that you have a six pack. It means that like, we're able to go on a long hike together. Mm-hmm. That's attractive. Or, um, you know, you value taking care of yourself. And that doesn't mean that you look perfect. And I even recognize what we were kind of talking about earlier. I wanted that to validate I because I felt insecure about how my body looked. Mm-hmm. I wanted someone bigger. So I wouldn't feel like I'm the I'm the chunky girl in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, insecurity mm-hmm. was really what was driving me to want these like overly muscular guys. But when I really stepped back and evaluated, that's a really committed lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. it's, it requires so much dedication and that's not a lifestyle I want because I enjoy going out to eat. I enjoy, you know, wine as we were discussing. And so yes. that would actually be a lifestyle that 
I would not really enjoy and I would probably not be as able to be supportive of them like they would really need. So it's just interesting too how like some things might stay on the table for you of importance. But I feel like as you go to this point, what that looks like is very different now versus Mm -hmm. what I was hoping it would achieve when I was younger. No, that's it's so true because I think um, and for me, it was very much like I think I let other people dictate like this is what a um, successful career looks like for both myself. But then because I have that expectation for myself, like I would naturally say, oh, I want like to be with someone that also has um, can say that they've achieved a lot in their life, maybe or something like that. And we talked about it in a different episode, but after spending many years in corporate lifestyle and being like, wow, I don't really enjoy this at all. I've come to learn, you know, passion and not that you have to like have your dream job, but just having passion and excitement for what you do is way more important than having a title or that's just my value, right? Like there's different things for different people, but for my values, I'm like, I don't, really want the title or successful career, quote unquote, air quotes, more than just like, I want to wake up every day and like really enjoy what I'm doing or, or feel like I have purpose in what I'm doing. And I realized when I didn't have that, like I was becoming a kind of person that I didn't like because I was getting burned out, feeling drained, um, not like connected to, you know, what I was doing day to day and not taking care of myself. And so the more that I changed to aligning my life with my values, the happier and healthier I became. And so I realized like, you know, we all find coping mechanisms, but I want someone that also values things similar to that and has a, you know, passion or dream that they are excited about because I don't want, you know, both of us to come home every day and be like drained and feel awful yeah. and not have the energy to like, you know, invest in each other. And just like, I realize like if we're both so focused on success and titles and not doing what we actually enjoy, then that will be like the life that we end up having together yes. is just like a really burned out life. So I think in my, like for my case, my perspective changed because I, I don't want Like I I think about like the relationship I, you know, don't want to have and like the home life I don't want to have. Like I don't want to raise my kids in a life like that. Like that's for me. And and there are going to be seasons where we have to have, you know, jobs and things to make ends meet that we're not like totally in love with. And that's fine. But I think like when you have the choice to not like just chase a title or do something because it looks good for other people, like you can make that change. And so... That's sort of where I've like evolved into (laughs) as a 31 year old. I was like, (laughs) I, you know, I don't want that for myself. And so I wouldn't want to put that on like my husband or whatever. The other thing I would recommend to anyone who is having a hard time dating and having successful relationships is having, which not like I have one right now, but just (laughs) what I have noticed and what has been extremely beneficial to me is I am someone who, when I'm with them, I have rose colored glasses. Like Mm. I am such a romantic. I don't think I am, but I truly am. And I don't see any flaws and I get swept Mm. over and I tend to actually be drawn to, especially when I was younger, really unhealthy types. Cause I liked the idea of like, saving them and fix, you know, all of the horrible stereotypes are like, don't do this. I'd be like, yeah, don't do that. And then I'd be like, so I'm going to text him. And it's like, that's so stupid. <laughs> You're a meme. Page I am. Meme. I'm a meme, like me to me. And so I, 
as I've gotten older though, I've been really blessed with really healthy guy friendships where like it is completely platonic. Like a lot of them are married or like we have just never crossed the bridge on that. And it was so helpful for me. And a lot of them have, we've had longevity. It's been years and years of being friends this way. And I think being able to have healthy male relationships without the romance factor actually gave me more confidence about being married because there will be seasons where it's not super passionate or, you know, you're just partners and have that friendship. And that is something now that I remember hearing that thinking that was really cliche, Mm -hmm. but now I recognize, wow, it is so delightful to have people and like, have the friendship aspect in a relationship past the fireworks. And now that's the part I'm actually really looking forward to is Mm. like the deep love companionship part. I actually hate the beginning. Like I don't like the fireworks mainly because I become, again, I'm a crazy girl. So I get all excited and I don't sleep, but I would really, I really enjoy that phase now. And having these guy friendships has actually given me more confidence about like, Oh, I'm able to love these guys and be a good friend to them and have healthy relationships without it having any sort of like the physical side to it. Like I know I can do this with my husband and like enjoy being married. And so I would just really encourage to, if you're having a hard time or not picking good guys and have bad relationships, just like really working on having really healthy platonic male friendships has just been like such a game changer for me. And even just identifying like, Oh, like, I never thought about that trait before, but like I see it in my friend and that is something so cool. I jive with, and that's something really important to me now. Mm. Um, so I think there's a lot of ways to, you know, I think you have to date to know what you want, but I feel like I've actually known more what I want out of a spouse through these friendships than any of the people I've dated. Mm. In fact, I'd say the people that I like quote unquote dated, I'm more like, that's what I don't want, (laughs) like, which you still learn, but I do feel like I've learned better through these friendships and like not manipulating them to be anything. So I know it's a battle for another time on can girls and guys be friends. (laughs) Well, that's a, yeah, that is a big topic that I'd love to dive into that. Yeah. So put it, we'll put a pin on that one. But uh, (laughs) as of now, I will say, I, I feel like having healthy platonic male friendships is also like a really big contributor to making a good decision in dating especially if you're a romantic like me. Enneagram fours, raise your hand. <laughs> also excited to get into an Enneagram series. I know. I know. I'm sorry. We have to do it. So you can just ignore it if you don't like Enneagram. But <laughs> no, no, they, they can't ignore it. us. Yeah. yeah. You can't hide. We'll sneak it in. <laughs> but I would say, so Karen, I guess um, for you, do you feel like how you viewed yourself has also affected your approach in dating? Um. Yes. So huh, I'm going to bring up the Enneagram thing because you, you already <laughs> opened Pandora's box. No, I'm I, know. <laughs> um, I won't go into detail because we, that's, that's a definitely a deep topic we can get into. But, um, like Paige said, she's an Enneagram four. I'm an Enneagram one. So, uh, I think everyone does this to some degree, but ones are kind of the worst in that we are very hard on ourselves, um, very perfect, perfectionistic. And, um, and so a lot of what we do as ones or how it shows up in me is I'll, I'll put high expectations for myself. And then I'll, when I'm at my like unhealthiest, I'll start putting those on the people around me. Um, when they don't like want to rise to that level of expectation that I've placed on them. And so, and I don't, you know, even communicate to them sometimes, like you need to rise to this level. So I start getting frustrated and irritated with people around me. 
because I'm just trying to gain some kind of like control over my life. That's like from an unhealthy state, um, an immature state. So as I've grown and really matured, part of my uh, growth process has been learning self-compassion mm-hmm. and um, having high expectations and high standards isn't really bad in the sense that like it's it's a good thing for me to want to, you know, achieve higher or like grow into a higher level of myself. And so that's not like I should just get rid of all of them and be whatever. Uh, cause this is part of who I am. Like I, I naturally tend to do this, but when I don't reach that expectation, um, don't meet the expectation or reach the level that like I had envisioned in my head, I've learned to have so much compassion for myself and remind myself, like, I'm just a human being. I'm not like, you know, not going to have perfect days every day or ever. I don't think I've ever had a perfect day, (laughs) but there's just me days that are crappy. Um, and growing into that, giving grace to myself has allowed me so much to be able to give grace to other people. So like in dating specifically, like I would put those expectations on guys, like, you know, why can't you treat me like this? Like, you know, this is how you treat a girl or whatever. And so I'd put that on them. Or why can't you like get this right about your life or fix this about yourself or whatever. And now, and obviously like I would just get hurt or frustrated or um, like end the relationship or something with someone because I was like, you're not meeting my expectation. And now I'm like, wow, it wasn't because they're like something's wrong with them. Yeah. It's because I was, you know, insecure. I was immature. I was putting stuff on other people that um, they're not meant to uphold that. Yes. Like it's, it's not for me to put that on them. Like I can, there's a good side to it where you can challenge people to grow and become better, but um, but that's, that's only if they want that. Right. Yes. And if they don't, like I shouldn't be putting it on them. And so I've learned to have compassion for myself and now I have compassion on others as well. Like if they don't meet, you know, my invisible expectations or even expectations that they have for themselves, like I can be an encourager in their lives and be like, Hey, you know what? We all mess up. We all make mistakes. We all can learn from them. And I've been way more open to more kinds of people, more kinds of um, friendships and relationships in my life because I've just been more, more open, like in that area. And I think that's changed a lot of just even like the past couple of years, the kind of person that I am. And it really does come. I know it's like so cliche, like love yourself, quote unquote, (laughs) but like, until you really learn that until you really learn to accept yourself, it's really hard to, um, love other people in the way that, you know, we really should be. And so I think that's, really like a huge I've grown I can see how I've grown a lot in that area in just a few short years yeah definitely and I think um again as in gram four I tend to have uh, a great imagination so like I can tell a story I can be in la la fantasy land but I definitely think I tended to almost go into escapism and dating and like Mm. I want you to save me from this aspect of myself or, you know, we love the, like you complete me. And like, mm-hmm. we love all of those things, but I think it's really, cause we don't want to take the accountability to do those things ourselves mm-hmm. and have to change ourselves to become better people. We want to rely on a partner to do that for us or mm-hmm. to save us from the situation that we're in or, you know, to be the fairy tale ending that we're hoping for. And so I think I'm so thankful that I am single now still to have had to have built the confidence in myself. Um, like I know I'm going to be okay 
with or without someone. Like I have had to work to build a life that I enjoy living in right now today without having the expectation of someone else being in there. And again, I hate that saying, you know, that people always are like, just love the Lord and love yourself and (laughs) they'll show up. And like, maybe they will, but like, okay, I've been in this season of doing this for at least five years and, you know, he saw and showed up and I'm okay with that. And I wouldn't have been, if you had told 18 year old Paige that she'd be 28 and still not married, I would have, you know, my old Southern like Christian background, like, no, I'm destitute. (laughs) You know, now I am really happy. I love the life I live. I love the friendships I've gotten to build. Like I have worked really hard at the career I'm in and I'm starting to be in a place where I, uh, have the freedom to change now and, um, grow. And so I do think it's important to like, stop looking for someone to save you, especially because I love what you were pointing out. Like we're all going to fail, you know, recognizing like whoever you're with is going to struggle at times. Like you're going to be up sometimes they're down, et cetera. And so having the confidence and like having the establishment in yourself of like healthy habits and things that take care of you is like so helpful so that when that other person comes, you know, you're, you're better able to handle those times that are hard for them. Um, shout out to my cousins, Jenny and Harry, but I loved one time when I was talking and they have great marriage and they've been together since college. So long they watch each other grow up, you know, and I remember saying, you know, well, I don't think that would have worked for me. Cause like I've changed so much. I feel like I'm picking someone different. And he's like, well, when you get married, you're going to change so much. He's like, you can't marry someone based on even like who they are today is going to look wildly different. And you don't have the ability to project that. And I remember being like very mad. I'm like, I do not like that. Cause I like the safety of thinking, yay, we're frozen in our marriage and like our happy wedding photos. And that's what it's going to be like. But the reality is they're going to change for better or worse. And I can't control that anymore. I recognize I can only control myself and like, having these things in place now to do that is so crucial to where I know whatever the outcome of that relationship, I know how to build a healthy life. Like I know how to be healthy for myself. And so I'm way less scared now about being in a relationship and then not being perfect (laughs) because they won't be, and I won't be perfect. He'll be like this crazy girl. Like why is she sleepwalking again? So it's, (laughs) it's just nice to have that freedom again in your relationship to like allow them to be themselves and like, you can be yourself. Both of us are people of faith. And I, I really do think timing in relationships is going to be vastly different for everybody. And I think that's meant to be like, that's, that's, um, there are people who are meant to get married young and grow with their significant other. And then there are people who are not meant to get married when they're like in the early twenties. And I think, um, like definitely for me, I, think I wouldn't have had a very uh, delightful time if I'd gotten married (laughs) younger because that's just my personality. Like I really like my own time, my own space. Um, And I like having, being able to grow at my own pace. I think when you're, um, when you get married and have kids, like you're sort of forced to grow up because you're responsible for other people. Um, And that'll happen like in our lives eventually. But I have really enjoyed having this, you know, season of my life to grow at my own pace and to kind of pursue the things that I want to pursue and focus on. Um, and like, I've just been really grateful for that, but I really, it's going to be a really good, uh, future podcast episode to talk about, like, like you were talking about earlier, the healthy practices that we've developed and 
like not even just lessons, but just like things that we've been able to do as single people that, you know, not saying that you can't do it when you're married, but it's been a lot easier or, um, has, has its own benefit to do it like while you're single. So that's what actually be like a really good episode <laughs> topic. Know. We're just collecting little episode that's topics. So I agree. And I don't know about you. I feel like I'm better at setting boundaries too that I wouldn't have been yeah. when I was younger. And so I feel like that's also like people might even say like, Oh, you're too hard, but it's more just like, I have more confidence now in what I know I do or don't want. And I also like, know how I should be treated. You know, again, like you're saying, it's not that they're going to be perfect and like totally allow for like people get nervous, like mistakes happen. But it's like, if you're repeatedly rude to me, like, Mm -hmm. nope, I'm again, I don't need you to affirm my worth. I'm okay. I'm not going to tolerate that anymore. You know? So I think that's the other thing that's like nice to look forward to is like you, you can enjoy dating and have healthy boundaries and you can also be older and just enjoy being single and like it doesn't have to be this like big awful time clock where everyone's you know dating you like age not dating you as in dating you but like saying like oh you're too old you know (laughs) your pool is so small all the scary things that people say that I love what you said like when the timing's right the timing's right and like a lot of it does have to do with you being healthy Mm -hmm. and in a good spot but um but yeah that's I love that you brought that up. Let's kind of wrap up the convo and talking about what are traits or characteristics or, um, I don't know, whatever things that we look for now when in dating that's different, but, and listen up boys, like here are some, (laughs) this is your time to turn up the volume and tune in. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, just like, what are we looking for? that we, maybe we weren't before or just, you know, is more important to us now. Right. Well, obviously I have a dog. So someone who's going to be a good dog dad, yes, kidding, not really, but dogs. yeah, my dog's so picky. So that's why I joke. She's that's how I'll know if she accepts them. Okay. That's animal fun. lover is definitely, uh, but that's always, obviously crucial. if you don't like animals, obviously you're not someone I even want to be friends no. with. Um, I think, I mean, obviously there are a lot of basics on there. We would probably all have, you know, like, for me, similar faith, like things like that, you know, hardworking, um, for me, humor and conversationalist are probably like one of my top three. I didn't realize that good conversation is my love language. I don't know if that's allowed, but like having good heart to heart one on one conversation is like just the way to my heart. And so someone who can communicate in that way with me and who's able to carry that that is like a number one thing that I did not ever think I needed, but now I recognize that is so important to me. Um, and even like being able to laugh with me, cause a lot of guys like to be the funny one, but I have a pretty good sense of humor. And yeah. so I think being able to like play off of each other is also something that like, now that I have more confidence in myself and my humor, that's kind of something that's really important is like, can we laugh together? Like, this is such a thing. Like, Guys that are intimidated by our sense of humor. Yeah. Like, do, like, why would you? Like, it's just funny. Just be funny with us. Just friends with me. Well, I had one guy friend who clarified for me this, that he's like, what happens with guys is if you're successful in your career or like funny, because guys do want to be the funny one. Everyone wants to be the funny one, you oh, know? Yeah. And so they tend to put you in like 
buddy category and like you're my competitor like I'm now competing with you because like like I would with a guy you know like oh how I see a guy and so it's just like an almost like subconscious thing of like ah now I'm competing with you instead of competing for you um and so it's like they need like it's an active thing and he's always like that's our problem like not your fault so don't worry but he's like just know sometimes it's not an intentional thing so I'd be curious men in the house if that like related to you but that like helped me a little bit in that anyway Coming, coming back around. Um, that's something for me, but how about you? Oh, I, I mean, again, it's been forever on this, but the whole like being intimidated thing, I think it's more if you're secure in yourself and secure in this is what your, um, what your strengths and qualities are, then you're not going to be insecure with someone who's shining with their own strengths and qualities. And so like, I'm freaking funny too. Like, I don't know. Some people, <laughs> people listen to this might not think we're funny and that's okay. Just turn it Our off. Our moms laugh so hard. We have a great time. I mean, I laugh at everything too. So even if you're not that funny, I'll probably right. laugh. Easy win, easy win. Yeah, so, uh, or you just have opposite senses of humor. Like right. that is such a turnoff for me where it's, Sometimes like they, they are funny and other people think they're funny, but I don't, that's okay. Like, I know that may be bad, but I have to deal with you for the rest of my life. I do not want to be laughing at bad jokes forever. Now, if they're good dad jokes, that's another side, but (laughs) yeah, that's true. Or not even just like intelligent, but like there are things that I enjoy and can talk about a lot. And like, I want someone that is like intrigued by that or energized by it. Isn't like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I, you know, to keep up with this person and I don't. Like she might make me look bad or something like that's never going to be my intention. So like, that's part of what I've learned. Just like someone who is secure and like wants to support you and let you shine in the way that, you know, let me shine in the way that I want to shine. Let me be a star. (laughs) Um, So there's that. And then just even from like a, like on a more serious note, like people who I look for this in people in my life in general, the people who are willing to do the work and air quotes on that too. But what I mean by that is like people who have taken responsibility for their lives, you know, not, not play the blame game for everything that's happened to them. Like there's a time that we're all immature where we're just like, you know, we don't want to do that, but eventually it's to grow up and be like, Hey, these are areas in my life that I'm unhappy with or frustrated with. And I'm the only one that can change that. Or I'm the only one who can, um, start making, start making that change. Can't control everything, but start taking the steps for change. And so I would really, you know, I really want to be with someone who has taken that responsibility and is you know making those steps, whether it's emotional health, you know, dealing with past trauma, um, whether it's growing in their career or like their passion or whatever, just recognizing like things aren't just going to happen to me, but I, you know, if I want to be this kind of person or have this kind of goal achieved, like I, you know, I have to take tangible steps to do that. But definitely in the, in the case of like emotional health and spiritual health, um, don't like, I don't want someone that's like, Oh, I'm just going to wait. I think you made a great point. I think growth mindset is like crucial to see. Again, you don't need to be, I think guys feel like they need to have like be at the pinnacle of their career and then go after a girl kind of thing. But Mm. I know at least for me, like you don't need to be at the pinnacle. I just want to know you're going that way. And Mm. like you said, I love the, like, are you growing or are you, do you still have the same beliefs from when you were a freshman in high school that you do today? Cause that's like, I've changed a lot in my view. Like, are you growing in your education of the world? Like do social issues bother you? And are you choosing Mm. to activate in them? Are you in your bubble? Like, that's a huge thing for me. Like, 
are you focused on your, just yourself and the white picket fence life? Or like, mm-hmm. do we have a bigger perspective? Cause that's where I want to spend our time and money. Like mm-hmm. we have the white picket fence. Great. But I'm also okay. If we live in a camper van and travel around, like as long as it has a bathroom in it and a place for my dog. But you know what I mean? Like if you have a camper van out there, right. If you like outside, um, but you know, things like that. And I, even what we're talking about when you know about yourself, like to me, responsibility, I wanted someone who was stable responsibility. Like we were going to build that kind of lifestyle. And I realized now that was just me like being afraid of having someone challenge me. And now I'm like, I need someone to challenge me. Like it would be so easy for me to be comfortable, but I need someone who's going to encourage me like Paige, step out and take that job, you know, like Paige, step out and start publishing that book, like things like that. Instead of someone who's security minded, I want growth minded. Um, and so I think, and not that that's bad to have security again, like not shaming the white picket fence, but that's just what I've recognized isn't for me. And so looking for people who are willing to go that direction is like so important. And I think a lot of people, we, you know, we get mad when our partners aren't going that way. Mm. So it's like, well, actually like, is this who you are? Cause if this is who you are, it's not, and this is what you're wanting in life. It's not necessarily fair of me mm. to demand you go this way. I'm just going to look for someone who's going this way. Right. And look for evidence in their life. Cause a lot of people can say like, Oh, I am someone that has, you know, done the, the work has, done my emotional healing and they haven't like gone to counseling or, you know, dealt with past relationships or whatever, like, you know, or, or, you know, grievances with their family members or whatever. And you're just like, where's the evidence in your life that you have worked on this? Um, of course we're all in progress. Like no one's ever going to like fully have perfect, you know, in every area, but there has to be, that's, it's not me about like, oh, this person has like fully realized their right. potential. Yes. Exactly. The growth mindset is like, you know, I'm willing to do the uncomfortable things to move in that direction. And, um, you know, and I want someone to help me, like to support me and encourage me and call me out. Like, you know, yeah. exactly what you're saying. Like, I want that person to do that for me because I'm going to do that for them. Yeah. So I want them to be open to that as well and not just defensive. Like, oh, I don't want to change. Like, I'm fine the way that I am. But, I think that that's an important quality that I'm looking for because that's the way that I want to live my life. So it's, it's about compatibility, but I think it's a maturity thing too. Absolutely. So that's why you can become old wise women with us who are (laughs) able to just use all of this wisdom to apply to whoever slides into the DMs successfully. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, start preparing your applications. All of you (laughs) background checks are required now. Credit score check. Yeah. Credit score is crucial. Pictures with dogs. The dog test is going to be crucial. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of our take. And obviously, we have even like generated more conversation topics oh, man. for the new year. So <laughs> I think you can look forward to that. Um, but before that, we're entering the end of the year. All of us are breathing a sigh of relief. Survived, everyone. The aliens haven't shown up. It's looking good. Knocked on wood right now. <laughs> Hope I didn't speak too soon. I know. It's not like things completely will turn back to normal, quote unquote, when January 1 hits. If it does, then it's like Groundhog Day and we do not want to go through 2020 again. No repeats. So 
until then, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, I don't, what's out there? Just, yeah, just holiday with your family. I hope that you stay safe and um, wear, you know, a mask and wash your hands. hands and um, tell your family you love them. Yes, love your family and your pets, your fur babies. Um, and drink good some water, water. <laughs> drink water and good things are on its way next year. They are. We're always believing for the best. Yes. Signing off. This has been a page and Karen. Power, Power Sands Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>